What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Cam, sitting here with my lovely wife, Victoria Slogan. And we are your hosts for the podcast, Everything is We. Why? Because everything is we. And uh, we're excited. Uh, we have new energy. We have... New energy. We have new life. New life is being breathed into the podcast. And, uh, yeah, we got some exciting news, but we won't talk about that just yet. Um, you can't say that because then people no. will be like, oh, my God. No. It creates anticipation. Come on. Okay. Anticipation. Come on. I just like that word. It just makes me feel real preachy. Uh, once again, thank you guys for all the support that you guys continue to show. But be sure to gently press the thumbs up button. Because for some reason, the YouTube algorithm likes that. And it helps us grow. It helps you grow. You know? All you got to do is just hit the, hit the button. Push the button. <laughs> push the button so just you know just go ahead hit the thumbs up button you're sitting there on your couch doing nothing anyway you might as well push the button all right i have done all of my greetings and salutations now i'm going to turn it over into the lovely and capable hands ah why did they do that in church? And now we're going to turn it over into the lovely and capable and wonderful hands of the evangelist. <laughs> she is full of grace, love, beauty, and splendor. Now we're going to turn it over to my wife. Go ahead, baby. Uh, what, what is it that has been on your heart? All right. Took you 45 minutes to hand it over to me, but okay. Um, today's topic. Um, I'm trying to keep up with the people and the times, what you all want us to talk about and um, what the people are talking about on social media. So this is a topic that I got from you all, but also from Twitter. Because lately I've been trying to get back on Twitter. I have not been on Twitter lately. And I'll put the post on the screen so y'all can see it. But basically it was talking about marrying into a good family. And it reminded me of some of y'all's questions about in-laws and how to deal with in-law drama, if there is any. Okay. The post said, I don't care what anyone says, marrying into a good family matters. We always say they don't have to like me. But it feels good knowing your in-laws treat you like one of theirs. It, I don't like tension, so I couldn't, I couldn't imagine not being welcomed into a space I made a commitment into. Mm. And there was a lot of back and forth about this. Mm. Um, she basically said, I only, retweets. I only want my children to have stability and see what family is supposed to be like and treat each other. So there was a lot of debate back and forth. Um, a lot of people were saying, yes, I agree. I definitely want to have a family like that. Um, some people were like, yes, because I married into a family and they don't treat me the way I would like to be treated. So I agree. Some people were like, that's a privileged way to think because, I mean, it basically insinuates that if you didn't marry into a good family that you basically don't, you didn't do it right or whatever. Um, or if you didn't grow up in a good family, like you can't choose your family kind of thing. So it's like, what do I do if I can't, if my family is not, you know, ideal, that means I don't deserve happiness. And I don't think that's what that person was saying, but I could see how it could be taken wrong. And I felt like it would be a good topic to talk about here um, because you guys have asked about 
um, in-laws and in-law situations. I kind of wanted to give a disclaimer because obviously most most of you who know our story, we've told our story before, but most of you know that our parents set us up. So our parents already knew each other before we got married and they both approved of us prior to us even meeting. So it kind of allevi alleviated, alleviated all of those, not all of them, but most of the issues that a lot of people face when it comes to in-laws were alleviated by them actually picking out who they wanted their children to be with. Um, obviously, we had to make the choice to be together. You know, we weren't just blindly dating. Obviously, we had to choose to love one another. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there was that um, intentionality put into our relationship so that we didn't have to deal with the, you know, um, issues that may arise when two people get married and their families may not like or you know favor that person i'm gonna <laughs> tread lightly here <laughs> because i feel like this topic is one of those things where it's based on it's it's a person to person kind of thing there is no black and white to this situation and i don't like when people try to make relationship topics black and white and say well this is what works and this is what doesn't because that's not always the case a lot of people's relationships are very very different you know so People come from different backgrounds. People have different experiences. I mean, it is what it is. I retweeted it because I agreed with the idea of knowing where someone comes from before you just marry them, like knowing their family, their family situation, knowing what kind of family you're marrying into, because I believe that's very important. Obviously, if you're already married and you need to know how to deal with in-laws, you can't change them. That needs to be said as well. You can't change people, okay? Especially not people who are way older than you i.e your parents you know um you can't change them so sometimes if well if you're already married you're gonna have to adapt to that situation and obviously learn how to pray <laughs> and um just learn how to pick and choose your battles wisely but what i think is most important is that you it goes back to our equally yoked thing it's most important to know that you, number one, you and your spouse should always be on the same page about things um, and protect one another first. That's always a major thing. Like, obviously, we can't control anybody else outside of our marriage and our relationship. So whatever goes on in our house is us. And we have to decide what is right and what is not. And, you know, all of that. So we have to be on the same page in that regard. If you have the opportunity. <laughs> to do your research and this is why we always encourage premarital counseling um and getting to know people before you just start dating them and then when you're dating them getting to know them even more talking about things discussing things communicating any issues that may have gone on in your life in your childhood growing up whatever it's important to talk about all those things so you have a clear understanding of what you're marrying um so that you're aware of the situation before you even get to the point where it's like, oh, his family don't like me or they treat me bad or whatever. You know, there should be like a, a mutual understanding of what what you're getting into. But with that, all that with all that being said, I still I do think that it is important to at least be comfortable with the family that you're marrying into. You know what I mean? Like there there are I think there are red flags that can come up where it's like. If somebody's family, if if the person that you're dating or engaged to or whatever if their family is not treating you right and that person 
that you're dating or marrying isn't doing anything about it, then that's a flag that you may not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say you should leave them, but at the same time, you should know your worth and your value enough to know when somebody is going to protect you and be on the same, like y'all are in the same direction, you know? I mean, this, this can go, we can go back and forth on this because this is an opinion based topic. Yeah, because literally, and I don't like opinion based topics because there's no facts for me to go off of. So then it's like you have to kind of go by what you feel, and I don't like feelings. So I just like to go by the facts. What are the facts? I'm sorry, I cut you off, but it has to. It's a case by case thing. You have to understand what you can handle. You know what I mean? Think about that first. Like, can you handle what you're marrying? You know, are you counting up the cost before? And then that's when y'all get on the same page, and it's like, okay, this is what it is. There's so many like "Handle Me" songs running. Okay, my, all right. Running through my head right now. Handle me. Who gonna handle me? <laughs> but no, I think it's all everything we're saying is gonna be. I think it is because it's an opinion-based topic, I feel, and that's why I didn't. Me, that's why I didn't want to really talk about the in-law situation because number one, we don't have a bad situation with our in-laws, so we can't speak from experience. And then it comes off as, well, you think you know everything because your situation is good. Not necessarily. It's just we don't have any experience to share with you because everything else is just going to be what well, I think. Well, I think, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the podcast. Thanks <laughs> for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, hit like, comment, subscribe, share. Uh, no, but he, so here's here's the thing, Skip. So the thing for me is. I know for us. Like we we had things that we discussed and that we established in our talking dating phase where we were like, okay, this is this is what environment and atmosphere we want to we want to set. I had this analogy as I was driving back home. Okay, stay with me. And it's interesting when trees are planted by power lines how the branches will grow around or away from the power line. And that has everything to do with the proximity of the power line to the tree. That's kind of like how you have to nurture various relationships that you have. If you don't want to be in certain atmospheres, then you have to take into, into consideration what you're being planted around. And when you make a lifelong commitment to an individual, you are going, your lives are going to be intertwined. So eventually you're going to come in contact with that power line and you're either going to grow around it or away from it and deal with it, or you're not going to be able to handle where you are. And some, some people don't, they don't have, they don't have a problem with, the tension and the the and the for lack of a better term the drama they don't mind it i think they do mind I it mean, i mean but like they they know they have the strength to as the, as the famous song quote goes you knew what it was when you signed up yes but i also feel like some people are are equipped for that people choose to deal with what they want to deal with in order to be with who they want to be with yes and if you're okay with doing that that's cool but some people, like the young lady said here, she wants to foster 
an environment where her children can grow up in a safe, fun, loving, happy atmosphere. Is every atmosphere going to be happy? Obviously, no. There's going to be trouble and things of that sort. But I'm not going to come into a situation knowing this is going to this is there's going to be tension for the duration of our marriage or whatever, whatever, because your mama don't like me. Your daddy don't like me, whatever the case may be. We know <laughs> so many people that, you know, situations, relationships didn't work out because the parents like was crazy. Yeah. Or, I personally you know, have yeah. seen it happen. We've where seen, we've literally we've like, seen it. It's like it, it can't work. But I was scrolling through Instagram the other day. And I think I even posed this question on Facebook last year. I'm always choosing violence on Facebook because they, they really know me over there. Y'all be kind of sensitive sometimes. Okay. And I'm just being honest. Um, will you receive advice from someone who has not shown success in said area? Like, would you receive advice from someone who does not have success in the area that you're seeking advice from somebody who say i just say i just i read books about makeup but i never actually did makeup with like with my own hands like i i never actually i never did anybody's face you know what i'm saying like i there's no proof I don't have no clients that you can go and get rid of. Oh yeah. Like him, he cold. He nice with it. Like, would you allow me to give like master classes and, and charge and, and teach no. you how to do makeup just based on the research that I've done, but I'd never, I've never actually done. Like I never actually practiced what I researched. No, no, I have been seeing people give married folks advice and they're not married. And some people said, yeah, if, if you, if I used to be married and, and I got divorced, like I, I can, I can speak on how to have a successful. And I'm like, well, how, but I'm not getting no advice from somebody who's not in the fight with me. People could probably say that. What I was going to advice on the in-law situation. What I was going to go, right. but that, that was just us giving our opinions. That's, that's different. When people, when people ask you, what is your opinion on such and such and such? That's different than these are five things you need to do in order to avoid. Right. Like five things you need, like, whoa, you're telling me that if I do these five things that I am for sure, for certain to receive an end result that is guaranteed to be positive. And that's just, it's just, you can't do that. Nine times out of 10, if I need advice, I'm going to ask people that are seasoned in that area for advice. I've gotten wisdom from my dad over the years in various aspects of my life. Why? Because he's 30 years older than me and he has the experience and expertise. And I, I see people, even on social media, it happens. And, it, and they, people can say, well, Cam, y'all, you know, y'all married and y'all giving advice. It's, we're married and we're, we're giving sound advice to people that want to be married or are married. 
And I believe we are helping individuals in those spaces, but we're not saying these are the five things that you need to do in order to have the perfect marriage right. and score a hundred on every single test. Right. We've, we've never done that. We don't have those answers. I'm sorry. We give our perspective. Perspective. We give. Experience. The experience that we've learned being together. For we give years. the the wisdom and insight that we get from reading the word, from, from going to marriage uh, uh, retreats and, and marital counseling from our parents. I mean, that that's what we do. We're not saying, if you don't do this, up. Uh, your marriage will this, fail. This is what these are the three reasons why your marriage is failing because you're not doing these five things in order to have this for young people. I know it's difficult for us. I know it's difficult. I'm seeing it right now. I know it's difficult for us sometimes to receive advice from our parents. Some of you don't have healthy relationships with your parents. Some of you don't have healthy relationships with people of authority. And so it's difficult for you to hear something from somebody that's that's more than 15 to 20 years older than you because of things that you've experienced in the past. And you have to get past that. You have to get delivered. You have to forgive. You have to heal because people that are older than us, they have a different perspective. Birds have a different perspective than us because they have a different point of view and their point of view can tell us, hey, there's a train coming three miles away. And you'll be like, what? I don't see no train. Yeah, because you aren't at the same level. And when people say stuff like that, people get offended. But the fact of the matter is I am I appreciate people that are at a different level than me because they have a different perspective than me and they can tell me stuff that's going to happen before it happens because you at a different level. So I want, I want to hear, I want to hear what, like, are you, are you guys receiving, like, are you okay with receiving advice from people that aren't successful in areas that you need advice in? Married people getting advice from their single friends. Oh, no, nah, girl, you should have, you should have threw hot grits. Girl, that's my husband. I love him. Why would I do that? Man, bro, this is what you should have did, bro. You should have. Bro, I'm not going there. I love my wife. My wife. <laughs> I'm not doing, I am not going to receive unsound doctrine from people that don't have the wisdom to help me. And I know I just turned this into something that is like totally, you know, just, just totally random. But that, that really in. struck a chord with me because it's like, I can't teach nobody how to dunk. Or I can't teach you how to be a carpenter. Because I don't have the skills and the expertise to be a carpenter. I haven't put in the time, the energy, the effort, and the work. But I'm seven years in a game. I got time. I got energy. I got effort. I got tears. I got sweat. I got, I got, I got, I got. And I don't, I, this is, this is where, you know, some of these infamous people have gotten, gotten infamous and famous because they have been out here giving advice in areas that they were failing in. I think this generation, people like dropping gems, like, it's like when things in your life aren't going the way you want, you want somebody to give you a gem all the time. So then they become easily impressionable because they want someone to 
speak into their life. So you're just always constantly looking for who going to give me a word? Who's going to speak into me and give me the five keys that I need? Who's going to make me successful? Who's going to help me to get? And a lot of the things that we go through in life can be solved by us taking the time to really figure out who we are and then like figuring out who God is. And people always laugh at me because all I, all I tell people to do is Google stuff. But like, Really, though, like, do you take the time to do your research and really and this is why we do this podcast, because we want y'all to learn how to put in the work for things, because relationships that last or anything that lasts, anything that you want in life that is going to last and be sustained, it needs to have like real effort and work put behind it in order for it to thrive. Right. So. You can't just have five keys and then get the five keys and then you're going to be successful. Like you got to like actually put in the work too, and do your own research and figure things out and really put in effort to get the things that you want. Even if we tell you all the keys, you still got to apply those and like actually like use them, unlock the doors and walk through the doors and then go through the room. Even if people give you advice, you still have to apply it to your life and figure out how it works for you our dog does not want us to record this podcast tonight sorry i'll say i'll say this because you talked about wisdom and knowledge and applying the things that you've learned people have knowledge but they don't have wisdom we're we live in an information the age of information like information is I mean, you can get it at nausea. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. Like you can't help it. You, you get, uh, you get, you get it on your watch. You get it on your cell phone. You get it on your Amazon devices, your Apple device. I mean, it's everywhere. You cannot not get information and knowledge, but what people are lacking is wisdom and wisdom is knowledge applied. The signs of a mature or as my dad would say, mature person is applied knowledge. Get an understanding. When you understand something, that means, oh, I got that. It's, you, can, you can break it down. You can teach it to someone else. When you understand something, it's easy for you to teach somebody else. We seek to get knowledge, but we fail to apply that knowledge. I mean, you get knowledge, but don't have a true understanding of what it means. You can know a bunch of stuff, but that doesn't mean you really truly understand it. Yeah. Like, I know facts. I know facts. If Jeopardy is on right now, I can say all the answers. That does not mean that I actually know the, the facts. It's just they're there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you can know things. It's like you can know the answers to a test. But like never use that information ever again because it, you didn't actually apply it. You just memorized it or you just remembered it. You know what I mean? Like people know plenty of scriptures. That doesn't mean you understand what they mean. You can quote them, but that don't mean you apply them and you know what it means and you, and you actively use it or live by it. You just know it. Yep. So I can know you. I can know 
all the facts about you. But if I don't do anything with that information, then what was the point of me knowing it? I didn't apply it. We can know each other, but not have intimacy. Mm-hmm. Into me, I see. Int- intimacy. Is that what intimacy means? No, that's just how, that's how people have described it. It's like, oh. into me, you see. Into me, you see. Like, I'm opening up in a level that allows you to see deeper, to see beyond just... Oh yeah, that's Cam. He likes skin. He likes to play golf. He wear golf clothes all the time. Like, oh yeah. He just like oh, a yeah, I follow teacher. I follow him on yeah. like like when people say this. They're like, oh, do you know so and so? And and oftentimes I catch myself. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know I'm like, them. well, let's be clear. There it is again. Let's be clear. I, I know them know on them. Instagram, but I don't know them. Yeah. Personally. You don't have a personal relationship with them. I know them, but I don't know them. A lot of people do that with God, but huh, y'all catch that on the way home. What's understood don't need to be explained. It don't. You stand under me if you don't understand me. I overstand you. I understand you so well, I I overstand you. What? This this podcast is going to be all over the place. It it really is, honestly, truly. (laughs) We first started talking about in-laws and then just... it Cam went on a rant, and then now we're talking about intimacy. Intimacy, and I'm gonna say this too. Segment five, <laughs> <laughs> guys. It you you know what's really awesome? It's just so awesome to have friends who are walking through life with you. Like you are, you are on the same wavelength. Your paths cross, and it's just like instant connection. My mind is literally blown. And I was even just, I was a, I was a tad bit emotional even, like, just thinking. It's like, man, like, relationship goals is be, more than just boyfriend and girlfriend getting married, growing up, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First of all, uh, then comes marriage, then comes baby, and a baby carrot. Like, it's more than that. God wants us to, to win in relationships with people because God uses people mm-hmm. to show us favor and bless us. And when you have dope people that are part of your life, it just makes life just so much more enjoyable obviously i have a dope wife which is super dope like double the dope you know what i'm saying (laughs) but then when you have dope friends and people that are around you that are positive and uplift you and speak life into you and pray for you and and are there for you and walk through life with you and are there no times that are challenging, but they don't switch up. Like, man, like that really makes life just super awesome because man, life is like, it's a roller coaster. There's peaks and valleys. And, and man, me being a PK, this just, I mean, I'm just, I'm ranting at this <laughs> particular point. It's okay, man. Me being a PK, there's been so many 
people that have come in and out of my life. And it's like dealing with that along with like struggling with who I was, like where I fit, me being a a different kid. I was a smaller kid, but very, very gifted. But I didn't really want to walk in my gifts because I wanted to be like other, I wanted to be like other people. I was afraid to be like myself because I wanted to be like other people because I wanted to fit in, but I didn't fit in. But people thought I was cool, but that wasn't enough for me. And then growing up and then being a PK and then having those unrealistic expectations put on you at a early, 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 early age and people expecting you to be perfect and just all this crazy stuff that like grown tail adults would put on a child. Man, growing up the way I did and just having people come in and out of your life, several sets of different best friends, um, people that, you know, you get real close to for a season. And me being a kid, you don't know, you know, four, five, six, seven years later, like you'll, you'll never talk to these people. <laughs> like, right. like it's crazy. It's crazy. And then you do it all over again. You meet somebody else and like, man, you get super close to these people. And then, okay, this may be three years. Oh, three years. You know, you'll just be a person I used to know. And then you do it again. And then it's like, oh man, I, man, I really like these people. And then, you know, four years. Okay. Okay. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Yeah. Somebody. So when you get when you get to be an adult, and it's, I consider it a blessing, and I, I thank God for my parents. They did the best that they could do, um, raising me and my sister to be the way we are. Is like our hearts weren't hardened towards people. I had seasons, you know. I was like, man, I I didn't understand. But like it's in my makeup to where I was just like, I don't understand. Like I, I just would like I didn't understand, but I never was like pissed off or angry or the angry, you know, preacher's kid. I just was just like, man, like God, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I, I know PKs that we don't all have that testimony. I know PKs that their hearts are hardened. Mine was for about 2.5 seconds. God scooped me. Their hearts are hardened. You you helped a lot with that because I was definitely headed down that path. And they, I mean, man, it's it's tough for them. Um, You know, I had solid people that I was still connected to as I got older and as I began dating you and as, you know, we, our lives intertwined, I was able to bring you into you know, the lives of my other friends who were PKs and things that I saw. And like, we're a close knit crew. Uh, we could let our hair down, enjoy each other's company, um, understand all the, the responsibilities and roles that we have in ministry, so on and so forth. But then meet other people along our journey together. I just think it's dope. It is. I gave I a think that's whole why long speech to say that. Going back to the first topic that segment that we talked about i think that's one of the reasons why we were i feel like that we were set up the way we were and why god had us um come together the way we did because family is all we have you know like because we 
basically our friendship relationships we just been ran through <laughs> like for lack of better term i mean like we had so many dysfunctional uh, inconsistent toxic i mean i'm just speaking for myself um and very shallow relationships outside of family that when family is all you have anybody who comes in to disrupt that can get these hands so like it was imperative if not if not the one of the most important things for me and my family that me and your family mesh well because there is such a lack of closeness when you are in ministry with other people because because of the type of because of the type of dynamic that you have with people when you are in that type of role of leadership like the people you don't have a whole you don't have a big circle like that you just don't like and it's not that you can't it's just that's just how it works because most people who are in connect, who are connected to you go to your church or look up to you in some kind of way so we're responsible responsible for those people we can't necessarily just be our full 100 percent self around everybody like that we're always giving of ourselves this is what i'm talking about with my mom on the phone so you're always giving of yourself like not to say that they can't be your friends but at the same time it's like they're an assignment you know what i mean like a lot of people in your life end up being an assignment so then who do you have that you can really be vulnerable and transparent with to where you're not responsible for them your family. That's pretty much it. Like you have friends, but it's not like you can really let your hair down and express your true innermost feelings because you have a responsibility as a, a minister, as somebody who, you know, you're responsible for people. So you can't necessarily say or do whatever around them. If, you know, I'm getting into a serious relationship with somebody, that person obviously is going to be the one person that I can do that with. But then also their family and my family, we have to be able to, you know, get along, be together for holidays and things like that. Because we are each other's, like, friends at the end of the day. Like, we don't have a, a lot of people that we can be, like, when you're in your, like you said on the last episode, when you're in your house, you can, you know, be yourself. You can take your wig off, your eyelashes and all that stuff. Like, it ain't that many people you can do that around. So, like, your family is, is, is those people. So, if my family, like, if I'm moving across country to be with you, your family has to be that for me now, you know? So, it was important that they like me and vice versa. If you come over to my family house and they want to let their hair down and be free or whatever, they want to know that they can be comfortable around you to do that. And because, of like, the positions that both of our parents are in, we've talked about this before, both of our parents are in ministry. Their parents wasn't, well my parents parents were um it's like you're used to only having your family to do that with so it, you don't want anyone to disrupt that that was important so for us it would have been a deal breaker if our families didn't get along at least for me my perspective my family we wouldn't have been able to do that because we know how private and protective we are of our family unit and to let someone in they have to be accepted like that's just how it is so that's why we were set up <laughs> essentially 
<laughs> essentially because i mean y'all know how private i am like i don't let people in my business like that you know what i'm saying like imagine a whole family of me <laughs> like that's how it is so i think all of what you said was great and i hope you guys are taking notes that i gave her space to talk and all this stuff. oh my so god i don't want to hear it again but like i said like we said before not everybody's is uh situation is the same so obviously if you're not um if you didn't grow up that way that's not a priority to you but just saying that people different people have different preferences and priorities or it may be a and priority and they don't know how to and they don't know how to verbalize yeah. that but I think it's important to know that you can have preferences and priorities based on how you grew up and what you need in a person. Like, I didn't know that I needed that at the time when I met Cam, but I'm glad that I was put in a position to where that happened because I now see the benefit of how my situation was. So it's important to kind of look at those things and be like, okay, this is, this is what, you know, going back to the wants versus needs thing, we talked a lot about you know, knowing what your needs are versus your wants, but also you should know what your preferences are too. I mean, it's good to have preferences because then you can understand better what you truly need based on your preferences. No, 1 million percent agree. But those can't override no. the things that you need. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like I was telling you earlier, like, man, like I really, I really want some chicken. Oh my God. Cam has been craving Wingstop every day for the past week. And, and I'm, I'm not like, I'm not a chicken dude. I'm so confused because I was under the impression that Cam does not eat chicken in the bone. I don't. Chicken on the bone was not Cam's thing. When we was dating and when we got married, he said, I don't want chicken on the bone. I don't like chicken on the bone. And I'm like, bet. Okay. I don't know how to fry no chicken. No way. Now all of a sudden he wants chicken wings. I'm like, dang, do I need to learn how to make some chicken wings? Because Bro. we can't eat, we can't eat Wingstop all the time. So I got to. It's crazy. Jeez. But my body is telling me something that I need. And she was saying, you probably need more protein because you you've more been protein working, in your st- diet. working out and stuff more. So you probably need more protein. So your body is craving protein. But but my mind and my taste buds Say and the pleasure is telling me the things that I want. But sometimes what you desire, even though it may not be in the healthiest form, is still an indication of what you're lacking. Right. So even though you are craving chicken, you may not need to eat fried chicken, but you still need some chicken. You need some exactly. protein. Exactly. It don't need to be fried. That's the whole analogy. It don't need to have three pounds of sauce on it. You probably do need a man with financial stability, but you don't need a, a you know what I'm saying? Six figure man. <laughs> you don't need I mean, uh, you, you know, just put I'm not gonna label nobody, I'm just, but you don't need that. You don't need what the first thing that came in your mind was. You probably do need a good family to marry into. But you don't need the. But they don't have to. (laughs) They don't have to treat you like a princess all the time. I mean, sometimes you might need to hear what they be saying about you. Even if they even if it's delivered wrong, it may be some things that you may need to work on. Sometimes you may need a little kick in the pants. Not to say that you should be kicked in the pants physically. We're not condoning violence. Oh, my God. We're not condoning abuse. Okay. Just saying, figuratively, figuratively. There have been harsh criticisms delivered to me by Cam's parents before. They have definitely said some things to me. And I was like, whoa, I'm offended. But then when I look back on it, I'm like, "Mm, actually, no, you were being a kind of like a jerk at that moment. You probably should listen to them. And you can. And it was always said in love. It it didn't feel like love. (laughs) 
in golf, there's this term called feels versus real. And you may be like, they may tell you to over-exaggerate a swing move. And it feels weird, but when you look at a video, it's like, oh, it, it didn't really look like what I felt. Oh, this is good now. And oftentimes, we feel things that aren't real, but because they hit us in a certain way, we, we our mind, oh, oh my God, they, they just... They disrespected you or they offended you or I can't believe they. Sometimes you needed to hear it. Sometimes. Feels versus real. Sometimes. Now, sometimes, sometimes older adults, sometimes they say things. Yeah, they, they be yeah. a little out of pocket. They say, yeah. They be, yeah. But you can't change them, though. So what you going to do? You got to learn how to adapt. See, listen, it all goes back to the fruits. You just got to exhibit the fruits. Anytime, anytime anything bothers me that I can't fix, just, okay. Which fruit of the spirit should I use this time around? <laughs> yes. Let me just get myself together. And then, you know, that's all I can do. That's all you can do. You can control how you respond. Mm. That's it. Mm. You may not be able to control the circumstance, but you can control how you respond. Anything else you want to expound on? Do you want it? Do you have a rant? <sighs> do I have a rant? I can't, I can't rant about the stuff I really want to rant about. Y'all would cancel me. Cancel me? Who gonna cancel me? <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys for sitting through this. <laughs> this very chaotic of a podcast. You guys are the real ones, man. Y'all, y'all stick around with us and y'all listen to us. Yes. The rambles and. The rants, my moments of reflection and vulnerability. This is like therapy for you. I just have thoughts. Just like, oh, let me talk this through. Appreciate you guys once again. I'm Cam. This is Vicky. We're your hosts for the Everything Is We podcast. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button, like, comment, and subscribe. We want to hear your feedback in the comment section. It always goes down. We always hear some, some uh, very interesting things, uh, varying faiths, varying opinions, varying beliefs. Listen, you don't have to agree with anything we say. We say that all the time. You don't have to agree with anything we say, but you have to be respectful. And the people that, like, there are people that are like, I'm yeah, not no, I'm, a Christian. I'm totally for that. And they, they're very respectful. I love the respectfulness. As long Appreciate as we keep it. the respectfulness, I'm totally fine. You do not have to agree. You can state your opinions, your whatever. I'm totally fine. As long as you are respectful. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yes. You don't have to agree. And not everything we say should be taken absolutely literal. Like we say all the time, your life is your life. You got to live your life how you live your life. Everything is different for everybody. We're only here to give our experience and opinions based on what we know what we've learned so that's all we can do so yeah we're gonna end now um thank guys thank you guys for watching and listening if you are on the um listening side we appreciate you guys cam doesn't address y'all talks about youtube so i'm gonna address the listeners um we appreciate all of our listeners on spotify apple music apple music apple podcasts google play um google podcasts whatever it's called uh, and any of the other podcasting 
situations. Um, and shout out to our patrons. Um, we love y'all. We got something coming for y'all. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.